On today's episode, we are going to take a look at three stocks that I believe are a great price. Like always, there's going to be something for everybody in this episode. Some are considered value stocks. Some are considered growth stocks. They're all hitting different markets. If this is your first time here, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up and follow me on Twitch where I live stream taking a look at stocks you want me to look at. So let's get started. I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. The Motley Fool is a company that provides investing insight and stock recommendations for investors of all skill sets and risk levels. You guys know I love finding new investing tools and resources to help me scout out new growth stocks. And right now I have a discount for one of my favorite services The Fool offers. Through The Motley Fool Stock Advisor Service, you get access to a ton of expert stock picks. Every month you'll get two picks that are aimed at growing your wealth and to help you realize your financial goals. Stock advisors average stock picks have done some crazy returns if growing your money is something you'd like to do more of this year you can visit the fool.com slash jose naharo or click on the link below for access to my special offer and decide if the stock advisor is right for you thanks again to the motley fool and now back to today's episode all right so the first company we're going to take a look at is Qualcomm. And first, let me show you guys why I believe this company might be undervalued at the moment. So here I have some of the big players in the market. I have Microsoft, Apple, Alphabet, Facebook. Their PE ratios are close to high 20s and mid 30s at the moment. Qualcomm, on the other hand, is sitting at PE ratios below about 22, so low 20s at the moment. Overall, their PE ratio right now shows that they're a bit undervalued compared to some of these main drivers in the market. And the reason I picked these four is because these four big players are usually what the average market PE ratio seems to be at the moment. Now, if we take a look at forward PE ratio, the story is actually even better. Most of these players drop down to very, very low 30s, even mid 20s. But Qualcomm drops down to the team levels at current valuations. It's about 17.82 forward PE ratio. So we can see Qualcomm right now seems to be a bit undervalued. And let's try to understand now that we see this, let's try to understand a little bit more about the business to see if we like the company overall. So Qualcomm is a semiconductor company. Most people might know Qualcomm from their Snapdragon platform is the processor that's pr probably used in, uh, I see them mainly in Android phones. Um, and, and a lot of big gaming phones use these Qualcomm Snapdragon processors, but I'm pretty sure there's tons and tons of devices. For example, some of the applications that hit are the smartphones, the smart homes, wearables. They have the they have applications for VR, AR, XR, for mobile computing, for automotive industry. And the amount of technology they have, the main thing, like we mentioned, are the processors. They also have antennas for like Wi-Fi, for, for RF systems, for 5G, for Bluetooth and they're trying to increase their overall marketplace in the artificial intelligence. If we take a quick glance at Qualcomm's historical revenue, 2020's revenue did decrease a bit from 2019. But I do believe this is expected, right? During 2020, it seems like Qualcomm right now, most of their products are in form of handheld devices. And during 2020, handheld devices were the ones that were taking a big hit during this whole COVID situation. Not many people were out there buying new phones, were buying new smartwatches, especially at the beginning of the pandemic. They were buying more like laptops and other forms of technologies. Their revenue segment in this most recent year is pretty much made up by two platforms. They call it their QCT, which is Qualcomm's technology. And this is the overall products that they sell. 
Another 21% comes from QTLs, and this is Qualcomm's technology licensing. Some of the products they license to other big players. So if you guys are excited about Qualcomm right now, this is traded under the NASDAQ as ticker QCOM. It's currently sitting at $131, and it is down about 20% from its all-time highs. It does have a dividend yield of about 2% currently for those that are excited in some, of some form of dividends. And right now, the company has a market cap of $149 billion. If we take a look at their most recent earnings, which was quarter one of their fiscal year of 2021, which ended December 27th, their revenue was up actually 63% compared to the same time last year. And I do want to say it's probably all that buildup that didn't happen last year in quarter two, quarter three, and quarter four, which was really mainly affected by the COVID situation. So that backlog of people not buying stuff, of big companies not submitting orders for all these phones because they were kind of slowing down, they're going to start seeing it this year. So and they gave guidance for quarter two of of their of this year and they expect that to also be strong revenue growth for that time if we take a closer look at fundamentals for qualcomm analysts don't seem that bullish in it i guess right now they believe this company will only grow its revenue 5.3 percent on average for the next three to five years they are also expected to grow their earnings but right now we can see they are profitable the revenue is increasing and they are positive in cash flow from operations and are sitting at a great pe ratio at the moment now if we take a look at their balance sheet they have a nice amount of cash built up they also have a nice amount of debt but remember they are profitable they are positive in cash flow from operations so it allows one to kind of overlook this form of debt most of that debt is long-term debt as well so that was the first company qualcomm and like i mentioned we saw that great price to earnings ratio compared to some of the big players is still also earn growing revenue um and it is in markets that i believe will continue to grow before we go any further guys if you guys want to know whenever i buy or sell stocks i post a weekly episode i just did one yesterday you should see the link up here make sure to check that out to see what stocks i'm buying and also join the discord channel it's free to anybody that wants to join and i post there almost real time when i buy and sell stocks all right so the second company we're going to take a look at is spotify so spotify right now we're going to take a look at it based on price to sales ratio so price to sales ratio for spotify right now is about 5.6 i took a closer look to one of its competitors i I wouldn't say it's a competitor but something in a similar market so for that was going to be netflix right and netflix has a higher price to sales ratio of closer to 9.3 so spotify is almost like 40 percent cheaper then netflix right now there is a reason we're going to talk about that later but right now just to show how how this company's valuation if we take a look at forward price to sales ratio netflix from 9.3 drops down to about 6.5 spotify from 5.6 drops down to 3.87 so price to sales valuation does seem very very tempting for spotify when compared to netflix there is a main reason for that, um, but I do believe it's still good to see why. So right now, Spotify's gross profit margins are a lot lower than Netflix. Netflix has gross profit margins of about 39%, but Spotify has gross profit margins of about 26%. Still strong values, in my opinion, and still shows that even though with these price to sales valuation differ because of that gross profit margins, it's still one to keep an eye out right now. So for those that don't know Spotify, right, it is a streaming platform for the audio world. They are also getting a lot of, very similar to Netflix, a lot of originals that they're bringing to their platform. So like that, people will use them. I am a Spotify user and I do use, I, I do enjoy using their platform a lot. 
For those that are not familiar how Spotify makes its money, it makes its money in two methods. The first is probably the most of its revenue, and that is paying premium members, right? So if you pay for their services, that makes up a good portion. Almost, I want to say 90% of the company's total revenue comes from premium. The other comes from free freemium, which are the free people that get hit with ads. Um, so this company's total revenue, this most recent quarter grew about 17% compared to the same time last year. It's definitely not a heavy, heavy growth stock, but it's one growing at decent levels. If we take a look at Spotify right now, it is traded under the New York Stock Exchange as ticker SPOT. Right now it's sitting at $272 and it is down about 25% from its all-time high with a market cap of about $52 billion. If we take a look at future growth, the company is expected to grow 15.1% on average for the next three to five years. So again, not a super hyper growth stock, but it's still a growth stock in my opinion. They are not profitable at the moment, expected to be profitable by maybe 2024, but they are positive in cash flow from operations. So that's a great thing. Like I said, you can call me Mr. Wonderful. Cash flow is king. If we take a look at their debt levels right now, this company has a very, very strong balance sheet. They have no debt to their name and they have plenty of cash at hand. The final company we're going to take a look at is one I recently did a video on uh, where I did a little more in depth. So I'm going to put the link up here for those that want to check out that video um, and definitely make sure here I'm just going to do a very, very quick analysis. Like I said, I've done this video plenty of times, but I do believe it is at a great price. We're going to take a look at a skills right now. This is a company that creates a platform for game developers to build a form of tournaments or to build some form of competitive edge to their games. The reason this is important is because when you bring that type of competitive edge to a game, it actually makes people more engaged into the game. And with more engagement in the game brings more money in form of advertisement revenue. So game developers love this. Skills pretty much has a one-stop solution for it. They deal with like making sure the players are not cheating, make sure if it is a monetary tournament to make sure there is no fake money going around. They deal with the player, with the player matchmaking, which is something that's very difficult to do. So game developers obviously enjoy that it has a one-stop system. It also deals with algorithm skills versus chance testing and so much more. In their most recent revenue, this company showed 95% revenue growth. They also saw 121% year-over-year paying monthly active users growth. Skills right now is traded under the New York Stock Exchange as ticker SKLC. Right now, from its all-time highs, the stock is down about 41%. It's sitting with a market cap of about 9.5%. The most recent drop, where it dropped over almost 20, 10% for the day, was on Friday because the company did offer a second offering, which was around a $24 price range, which drove down the price closer to those values. We can see right now that it is a bit higher from there. Analysts expect this company to be a strong grower. They expect 28% on average for the next two to five years for their revenue. The company is not profitable at the moment and it's not positive in cash flow from operations. So I do kind of enjoy that they did some form of offering to build up some form of cash because at the moment they're not expected to have positive free cash flow or positive earnings. If we take a look at their balance sheet before even before this offering that's going to build them cash, they already have a strong balance sheet of plenty of cash 
and no debt to their name. So now with this offering, it's going to have even more cash. So it really helps me kind of overlook that negativity in negative cash flow from operations and in negative earnings at the moment. So like I said, if you want to learn more about skills, make sure to check out that video. And that's it for today's episode, guys. Today, we took a look at three stocks. Remember, the first one we looked at was Qualcomm, more more, uh, more valued play, in, in my opinion. We saw that P-E ratio was at great levels compared to some of the big players in the market right now. The second one was Spotify. Spotify was a mixture of, in my opinion, of growth and value. They had positive cash flow from operations. They were growing at decent levels and they had a very, very strong balance sheet. The third company we took a look at, this is pretty much a really pure growth play, in my opinion, where the company is expected to grow dramatic levels in the next three or five years. They have a very strong balance sheet. But unfortunately, when things like that come up, we can see the company right now is not profitable and it does not have positive cash flow from operations. So let me know, did you guys actually enjoy today's episode where I kind of did three different style of videos? Make sure to let me know in the comments. Take care, guys. Have a good night and see you next time.